I'm Megan Van Petten, founder of the Esports Trade Association and host of the Esports Connected podcast. I am inspired to share key tidbits from several interviews conducted with industry influencers over the three-day span of our Esports Next conference. To be able to celebrate and learn from those who are shaping our community is such an honor. Press play and let the waterfall of knowledge wash over you as it did for me. Enjoy. Welcome to Esports Connected, live from beyond the game. I am still your host, but guess what? Today, for this interview, I have Bubba from Varsity Esports Foundation. Bubba, thank you so much for joining me to host this very, very important segment with our marketing yes. chair, Leslie yes. Fitzgibbons. Hi, everybody. Hi. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. This is what happens when you pass by and you see two really amazing people you want to say hello to. They pull you in and go, all right. Yeah, just we pulled like, the most amazing right. person in. We did. This is this is like the best show. What do you think, Bella? I don't, I'm sorry to everybody else who was on the interview, but Leslie's here. I know. It's like we stopped traffic. Can I just say that, you know, my big, big part of my focus in the last couple of years has been the collegiate esports space yeah. and what you have done for Scar Going. Everyone was like, college esports? Like, what is that? That was only two years ago. Right. Two and a half years ago. And a lot of folks got in who wanted different things from it. And what I love about what you're doing is you don't want anything from it. You just want to give to it. Yeah. And I think that's how this space really thrives. Yeah, sure. Um, so thank you yeah. for that. Always here to help. You help us, so always here to help. Hey, yeah, trade, so she's good at as well. No, right? But you know what, Bubba? You do walk the walk. And that, and, and everybody knows it. it. You know what? Like People just know stuff, and you do. This is an interview about Leslie. Let's move on. <laughs> well, you know... Like, Leslie is just such a humble human being. From the first minute I met her, I'll never forget it. We were on Clubhouse, and I'm like, I love this woman. Who is this woman? Oh, my God. And I'm on the Clubhouse, and I'm and I'm, I'm texting John, and I'm like, how do you know her? And all of a sudden, as I'm, as I'm texting her, the membership rolls in. It's like, Leslie Fitzgibbons, new member. And I'm like, this girl just, like, goes with her gut. She just get, gets up on stage at our first clubhouse, joined at our first event, and was in us. You know, it was, it was just a, an immediate love affair. I, well, I love the space. I love the fact that this organization exists. The coolest thing happened to me this morning, though. One of the folks on my panel... Um, I was like probably last night. He was like really nervous. I'm going over my stuff. What do I say? What do I do? And he said, this conference is really a big deal, isn't it? Because there's really like the people who are coming, the people who are speaking. It's like, wow. I go, yes. And if you had joined earlier, you could be in the elevator pitch thing in front of investors with one of your new products right now. He's just joining. I've already emailed you. But um, oh my gosh. It's, it's a great space. It's we need this, you know, and I think that, you know, running into Sharon earlier and talking about, like, how we can make that better and really, you know, integrating marketing into everything that we're doing so the organization gets the full-on spotlight, 
but I don't think you could have done anything better than this conference. Yeah, it was really a labor of love. I, I, I can't take any credit for it. Sharon chaired it. 27 people on the events committee. Rick co-chaired. Rick Starr. Yeah. Sharon Gill. Um, to be quite honest, I've never seen an event committee run like that. Broken out into break rooms on Zoom. Everybody had their different departments. It was just brilliance and action. I mean, no, no, like mastery. You guys, like, ever just see someone in their zone and they lose track of time because they love what they're doing so much? That was the events committee experience. But you know what's so interesting about that to me is that that's kind of another thing about the association is that that's what we can bring to the esports community. Yeah. And that kind of power thinking and action and um, it's just and now is the right time I mean yeah. it just is so the right time I'm yeah. having so much fun yeah you know what I loved about that coach Sharon yes mm-hmm. on that meeting when they were breaking into different committees she didn't say okay what do you guys want to be on does anybody want to be on something or do you want to be on tell us if, she said okay you're here you're here you're here you go you're here you're here you go and she just put people in. Like, you're interested? Okay, great. That's where you want to go. And, I mean, that's that's good leadership because right. you're delegating, but you're taking the ownership as, but, like, sending people and delegating. It's important because a lot of those things, usually for committees, you're waiting, especially in the nonprofit world, you're waiting for someone to say they'll help. But, I mean, Coach Sharon, she put them in their yeah. place. Yeah. Put us and, all in their place. Yeah, just the way mm-hmm. she does it. Um, I, I I don't use mastery lightly. I mean, it's like I'm always in awe when I uh, was anybody here for speed networking last night. Oh my god! I mean, another thing. It was like it was literally masterful. And, you know, she's a master. You know, she's a great. And you know, so when you said kudos to this conference, I've never done anything like this before. Not a, 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 an efficient 27 member. Volunteer committee. Everyone here is a big, right? (laughs) But you know, it's. I think it's so great, and I'm excited for the people who aren't here to see this and to understand all the resources, all the tools, all the really smart people in this space who really are here because. They want to help the industry be better. Yeah. And I, I think I'm having, and not only that, but I mean, the association really has taken on different meaning for me after kind of stepping out and doing my own thing. Yeah. So the resources mean more. I'm able to see them better and understand. Like, I knew this was there, but wow, now this is really important. Yeah, like speaking of that, tell us what you're doing. I mean, yes, you have please. really pivoted. It's so <laughs> exciting. It's really fun. Yes. Um, we I all want to know. Yeah, I, wasn't, I, know. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. So, and I'm learning a lot of lessons in a very short period of time. So, I'm still very much in the esports space, still very focused on college, working on developing a large program. I just finished one um, with the group and starting another. More to come on that. And still doing some other things and just volunteering because I love what we're doing. And I've said to many of folks that, you know, in the association, if there's <laughs> anything I can do to help you, just call me. But I'm also working in the entertainment industry, which is not completely disconnected, I suppose, and working on a project on the West Coast. I just came back, and that's been really fun. But 
I love the business and marketing side of the esports industry. Uh, I, I'm so excited by the people who have gotten into the space who bring those talent and skills and marry those with people who are really good at esports because I think that's really necessary. So I'm having a lot of fun. My biggest lesson learned so far mm -hmm. is I've said yes to everything. Oh, wow. that's my favorite biggest word. Lesson. So I, I snuck some time in to visit with my family when I was in California. And my sister said, you know, Leslie, for someone who's like just consulting, you know, not just that, but sure. you know, consulting, not working full time, you are the busiest person I've ever met. I was like, you know, but I'm having fun. That so says it's, a lot it's about great. you. It's, it's really been good. And, you know, I'll, anybody that needs anything, you know, I haven't really decided what my world looks like. So you haven't seen anything from me really on LinkedIn about it yet. Um, hopefully, by the time we get to the end of September, I'll have more like, this is exactly what it is and this is exactly who I am. But, you know, I haven't lost a beat on staying on top of what we're doing in the space and, you know, where I see opportunity. So I'm really excited. Well, with all this knowledge that you're bringing into the industry and for a lot of us, give us some advice. Give us some, give the audience some advice on you obviously we're talking about saying yes but give us some advice about what it's like to consult like there's a lot of us out there who want to consult what what's the best way to start that well i, I think i've never it's really funny when so before i got here into the esports i was teaching okay. and doing a number of different things at a university and so i actually buried my LinkedIn. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm a professor now. Who needs LinkedIn? You know? And when I got into esports, I was like, I don't know anybody in this space. Um, I better get going. And that has been an invaluable tool. And staying connected and being accessible, I think that's really important. And the other thing is to really understand your lane. There are things I, I really can't do for people. But I've, I've been so blessed to connect with the people I've connected to that I can say, you know what, that's not me, but let me introduce you to so-and-so. Yeah. And I've also found that in this industry, most of the people I've encountered are very willing to do the same thing. So um, I think that's important. And, and the other thing I would say, if you're coming into the industry from another type of business space, um, don't get caught up in the fact that it's e-sports. At the end of the day, it's a business. They need marketing, they need infrastructure, they need people who see the importance of the educational piece, the impact it can have you know, on cities like tomorrow. Um, so don't let that kind of spin you out. Um, I think we're all getting to that place right now where we understand this is a very sustainable industry. Thanks to people like Megan and the ESDA and the college space that you're doing. So, and don't say yes to everything. <laughs> that would be my other like really. But but you have to learn. Like you've got to know what you can manage and what's reasonable, and you have to define for yourself what you want out of it. How much do I really need? How do I want to live? How much time do I want to work? And then what day am I keeping for me? Because if you're working every day of the week and you're consulting, that trickles into the weekends, yep. and that gets really hard. So I've heard stay in your lane twice today. Yeah. You, an amazing expert in this, and Lewis. Uh, was, I was asking for advice about all this world, and he talked about staying in your lane. Um, so it's a good, it's a good tip. And I mean, with this conference, 
what have you seen? What are you most excited about for the conference first? And, and what have you seen so far that you've liked? Well, honest, honestly, with everything going on, the sessions are really exciting. The thing I am most excited about is seeing people I've been talking to for two yeah. years and have never <laughs> met. So I ran into Rob Johnson as I was walking in, and like we looked at each other. It's like, I saw you in homestand in 2019 in Houston. I, the day I came home from that event, they had the first COVID case in Michigan at the airport when I was walking through it. It freaked me out for a week. So seeing the people is really important. I, I'm really excited to hear the college, um, the partnerships. I think the city session, not because I'm moderating, it's going to be really interesting tomorrow. Yeah. Because we've got different players in the esports space all talking about how they're engaging with cities. And we've got a lot of companies that are startups that are bringing different kinds of capabilities into the space. And if we can leave them with one tip yeah. about here's who you want to talk to, here's what you should know, then I feel great about it. You know, that city, that city, that chamber of commerce, CBB world living in that and coming over to esports I, I, if, I, if I had known early on in my career about what a city could do for events I think it's important for esports the industry for people running events to know what a tourism department can do because they have opportunities for these organizations but what's funny is these esports events don't have RFPs There's, they don't that mentality of hey city would you like for us to come run an event at your Facility? Well, here's an RFP. The, the esports world isn't in that. It's usually, I think I know a guy at this place. We're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope, as I think as an association, our grand vision is to sort of do some things to help that along. On, on one project, we'll see. More to come, right? But I think you're right. And, and I think, too, you know, it takes both. You need to understand what cities are looking for. Um, very early on in my sports experience, I connected with the Conference of Mayors. I think it's really important for people to understand that esports is so important to cities that the Conference of Mayors has a special committee for tourism, arts, parks, parks, recreation, entertainment, and sports. And within that committee is a group all about esports. Um, so it's it's really important, and I think you're absolutely right. Some cities are doing it amazing. I love this. I want to take that home. Try it. The first thing we saw, we walked in. Trying to grab a drink. It's a fantastic. So, yeah, I, I completely agree. But if we can get all of them together, and, and I think that we all need to understand, too, that not every city has the same name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it's not it's not going to be cookie cutter, but here are some things you absolutely must do and some people you must connect with. Yeah. And so hopefully we'll be able to talk about that tomorrow. Good, good, good. Love to hear it. Well, awesome. Yeah, I mean, what... Bubba, it feels like you've had all the questions, and I don't feel like I've said anything. I mean, That's because uh, I like the camera. I know. And the mic. I know. Are we fighting over Leslie a little? Uh, she's mine. <laughs> so I have one question. Tell us a little bit about what you plan for 2022 for your marketing career. Oh, so we've got actually my promise, first of all, to everybody is that Monday you will have our full on plan. Um, wow, I cannot wait. Like, 
with mostly fully baked out. It's really interesting, you know. I and I share this with Sharon. We really we see beyond what like that marketing piece is. You have to do it right. You have to look at the whole organization. And that was like one of my no duh moments. Yeah. I had a couple of weeks ago. So I think there are a couple of things that we will be asking membership to do to help spread the word. Um, you know, not drink the Kool-Aid, but like you were here, you were part of this. Make sure everybody knows about it. And then I think that our efforts on working with the cities, some of the things we're talking about, um, some of the conversations that we're starting just now. Right. I mean, think about the, what happened just this morning and the conversations with um, our friends in the mayor's office and that business development right. arm. And... Um, and that piece, and then um, as far as teams, you know, we've talked to top-tier teams down to tier three teams, and I think we have some clarity about how we can best help them. Listen, I wish as an association we could solve everybody's problem. If we could tell teams, here's exactly the four things you need to do right. to raise revenue beyond sponsorships, sure. it would be amazing. But yeah. the truth is, there are other needs, and as I look to some like the associations I belong to when I was in broadcast. I see us being able to embrace those and some of the things we're already doing and just make sure people know about them. Right. So we'll be much more active. We're, we've pulled in some great people to the committee, I think, and more to come. So I'm psyched. Well, thank you for your service. I mean, you really have a great heart. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say that when when you told me that you were gonna pivot to do consulting and just a testimony is the minute you joined our marketing committee and the impact you made just right out of the gate, your quickness to understand the big picture, know where to get granular. Um, I, I love how you manage a team. I love how you integrate with other teams. You would be an asset to anybody on any level. Um, I really, I really look forward to hearing more about how you're helping so many people in the space. You're a natural born consultant. Oh, thank and you. any company that steals you for full time is very lucky and it will be very expensive. Because you're needed <laughs> wow. across you're needed across okay. many areas. This is going on my LinkedIn. Yes. Yes. Okay, right now I'm just telling you. Thank you so much. I'm really, really, really glad to be here. So thank you. And we're glad to have you. Thank Thanks. you very much. Awesome. Thanks guys. See you next time. See you later.